0: I'm gonna have to change our intro. Is that a
1: rum and coke at the end? That's what I always think.
0: It's no longer a rum and coke would be so good. Have I I'm, said a, that I'm before? a huge rum fan. I don't know if you knew. Well you did know because you gave me a great birthday present. Oh it wasn't rum though. No, it was cognac. Yeah. Mmm, it's almost gone. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> last night my wife was like, you do you know that's almost gone. What? It's your isn't... birthday on Sunday. I know.
1: Did you share it with anybody? I had it almost drank before Sunday. I gave it to you on Saturday, Saturday
0: night. <laughs> well, exactly. I'm I'm glad you like it, but I'm a little worried. <laughs> I actually don't know how much normal people drink. That's part of the problem of growing up in Bruce County. I was going to say, Bruce County. Is that you probably have <laughs> a higher tolerance and... No, just no. like a cult no cultural <clears throat> basis for regulation
1: i think this gets back to what saint thomas aquinas refers to as the natural law sam well i mean your reason should tell you
0: you're like i like this and then you have some and then you have some more and then you it's have some good more, isn't it i love like I love this cognac. is good and then a couple days later you're like wow i'm almost out of cognac already <laughs> where did it go my favorite line in uh, my son loves uh, watching parts of the caribbean Oh, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean over and over again. There's this great line where um, Jack Sparrow and what's her name? I haven't Keira, watched it. Keira Knightley's uh, character. Uh, okay. Elizabeth Snow, Elizabeth Snow? I don't Swan, know. Elizabeth Swan. Okay. Let me start with an S. She's, um, they're stranded on this desert island or like a little crappy little island. Mm-hmm. But they find a cache of rum hidden in the like bootleg rum hidden in the in the sand um anyway there's this one part where he goes why is the rum always gone that's that's me why is the rum always gone are you kidding the rum's always gone. you're kidding
1: about the cognac though
0: no are i'm not know? kidding about the crony- cognac. i guess
1: you liked it it goes oh, pretty fast that's good
0: no it doesn't go pretty fast it wasn't even that much a, a bottle 26er, wasn't it sure anyway all right well I'm I'm surprised it lasts this long. <laughs> Kids at home, don't yeah, if, don't try this. Have a try little, this. Don't you try yeah, this little bit every night. I mean, if you're from Bruce County, you know what he's talking about. The the thing is, it's not like I'm drinking it in the morning, or like <laughs> oh anything like that. <laughs> what? Well, how low is the but bar? Like, every how night you have the bar? some. It was my birthday on Sunday. I had a few then. Yeah. Okay. I don't know a couple how of, would you compare it to scotch couple every night let's
1: go in a slightly I like it better say. than scotch really yeah okay I like scotch but I probably like cognac better
0: I do like scotch but it was anyway it's very good
1: well, I'm glad you like it happy birthday Sam I'm so, sure it'll
0: last till Sunday
1: um at least a week <laughs> so I just I was here a few minutes ago and I said to Sam I want to ask you for everyone's benefit so what's it like being 45 Sam
0: Mm. You're actually asking the question. Yeah, I'm asking the question. So it's uh, know. a lot like being 44, is what I said. Yeah, it is what you said. <clears throat>
1: you know what cognac reminds me of? Our theme, rich in life, because cognac is kind of rich. Sure, it is a very. I do rich. love cognac. I don't. Anyway, very thank much. you very much for the gift. Oh yeah, sure. It's nice good. Really raising the bar here on uh, birthday presents. I, I'm actually. I'll explain to everyone. I don't mind saying this. I'm pretty cheap. So that cognac, I, I got two bottles at the same time because they were knocked down for some reason, clearing that brand from their shelves. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not making enough of a margin on it or something. I don't know. Maybe the so I had, I had an s- extra bottle and I thought, Sam probably would like this. So Oh, heck yeah. And I'm still like barely touching the one bottle I bought, whatever, how many, however many months ago. Uh, rich in life, we talked, we rambled. Sam claimed we rambled last week. I, I don't think we did. Uh, we talked a lot about
0: trees because trees tell us the story of the Bible and uh... I did well okay so you know everyone's probably noticed already that we changed our format a little bit trying to be a little shorter and we're gonna focus the, on the theme of unify rather than the Sunday gospel that's what threw me for a loop I was kind, I kind of felt like we didn't have a, a plan as far as like a bit of a structure to go through True. like maybe some main like a main point I know the main point was rich in life but like I don't know it just didn't seem like well-defined so could have just been me
1: oh and I should say because on the off chance that somebody who's never watched this before is watching share this with your friends if you want this is called Thursday night appetizer it is the Bible applied to mission he's Sam and I'm Charles we're at Holy Family Hanover Um, also some follow-ups so I mailed I actually finally mailed the cup to Arshia out in Victoria Ash, as he calls the call, I believe. Hello, Ash. If you would like to send us a picture with of you with the cup, that'd be great. Yeah. I understand you're not Catholic, which is fine. Uh, although we're very superior. And All ripe. the
0: weirder to have a Mary cup if you're not Catholic.
1: I know, but I believe Muslims, I know, if you're Muslim or secular Muslim, have a great devotion to Mary. They do. They do. There's a house in Turkey, which tradition says it's in Ephesus, was a house where Mary and John lived after Jesus died. John took her and his, his mother. Is and that right? A lot of mm. pilgrims go there. Many of them are Muslim.
0: I did not know that. Out a
1: devotion to Mary mm. because they believe Jesus to be a prophet in Islam. Yeah. Um, so the cup says, keep calm and say a Hail Mary. Those words Hail Mary are from the Bible. Luke chapter 1, um, the angel Gabriel refers to Mary. Hail Mary, Sturbs. full of
0: grace, the Lord is with thee
1: that's right the
0: perhaps yeah. with you
1: in whatever greek or angelic language he spoke aramaic. um so right. he got
0: one sorry aramaic
1: i guess aramaic that makes sense it was written in that greek what she spoke yeah um so our, uh, ash got one cup stephanie got a cup stephanie is a member here at the holy family and we have one more cup for heather who did send a comment in?
0: Yep, but a not nice a public comment. comment. Well, yeah, we privately though, but we appreciate it anyway. Yep.
1: And I did send Mark. Although Mark sent comments, he's gotten prizes before. I sent Mark a book about the Bible, about hope in the Bible, which I really like. Actually, it's a good book. Um, so no prizes. And what did I say I was going to offer a prize about? It was something else last week. I wanted to offer another prize. I can't remember why or what. I'm going to rewatch what I already said. I, I can't know, remember something to make something to encourage Sam. I can't remember. I'm gonna check, but sure. I'm always happy because I've got lots of books. I'm trying to give away, get to give prizes for people. Um, yeah, we're continuing on. Which actually, the series begins next week, Wednesday at Holy Family. You're welcome to come if you're around. Watch if you don't. If you can't be here in person, um, we're gonna start the series with part one, which is called Tree of Life, the first tree mentioned by name in the Bible. And I think just because of our time and how we're doing, I will just read a few verses from the Bible about tree of life. So chapter one does not mention the tree of life. It's the kind oh, of
0: what you can uh, actually you can you can read this at, uh, by going to our website and looking for the backgrounder. Yeah, Is, did you mention that Ray? I didn't. No. So the the backgrounder you can actually subscribe to it on the website and get an email to you. But you can also go in there and look up look up the one for the. The eighteenth or whatever, no, the sixteenth, January sixteenth, twenty twenty-four. That's what he's reading from.
1: Okay, is it already?
0: Yeah, on it the has website? the readings in there. And, oh, good. Yeah.
1: So, chapter one of the book of Genesis is the first account of creation, the creation of the world. A few verses are about trees in general, and then chapter two mentions specifically the creation of the tree of life. We'll just focus on those verses for today. Get us kicked off, and I've got a bit of a backgrounder to go with it. Let me give the backgrounder. So first of all, the Bible is almost literally bookended by the tree of life from Genesis chapter 2, where it's first mentioned. It's mentioned again in the book of Revelation, the very last chapter included Revelation chapter 22. Mm -hmm. So think about life, life is so basic that it's something you just like take for granted or ignore. As soon as we come into this world, we're alive, that's what it means to be alive, we're in the world. Our our self-awareness is bound up with the fact that we're alive. As long as we remain in the world, we're alive. What lies beyond, who knows? I mean, Christians have hope of eternal life, something beyond what we now know, but eternal life does not negate our ordinary experience of life. After all, God is our creator. Looking at us when human beings were first created, God called us very good. That's Genesis chapter 1 as well. But we know that sin has irretrievably damaged our nature and brought death into the world. Yes, we have suffering and strife in a world that was created, well for well-being and peace but something of who we were meant to be does remain are we on yep oh we had to cut for a bit and then we lost some of our (laughs) recording so anyway i think i know where we are we're in the middle
0: of some chips
1: yeah good for you (laughs) (laughs) um speaking of creation because potatoes come from creation and potato chips come from I can't eat and talk at the same time here. You hold that. All right. So we're at the apex of creation. I mean humanity. What makes us different from even trees, as amazing as they are, uh, is unlike every other creature, inanimate or alive, we can reflect. We can remember across generations and related to to this week's theme, Tree of Life, we can choose life or death. But like all of God's creations, our lives too are bookended by the Tree of Life. It's there at the beginning of uh, creation, and it'll be there at the end, according to the book of Revelation. When God breathes his life into us, and makes us in his image and likeness, he does so so that we can share his divine life, again, represented by the Tree of Life, for eternity. So over the next few weeks, we're going to reflect on how the story turns. It has lots of ups and downs. But today is the first step, and I'm going to suggest that we, when we look at the Tree of Life and think about it in relation to our own lives and, and our overall theme, Rich in Life, the place to begin is gratitude. Hmm. Life itself, and even more, the new life that Jesus brings us is a gift. A grateful heart gives us the right perspective, no matter whether things are good or bad, and usually they're kind of mixed like Sam's life or my life. Uh, even at our lowest moments though I think gratitude can lift us up spiritually so let's remember where we came from our origin the creation that is marked by the tree of life and our destiny our God-given birthright where the same tree will welcome us into our eternal home and Sam that is our backgrounder for this week
0: I feel like I've heard it all before that's
1: because I have. You have. No, I can eat chips. You're passing chips. Wait, I can't eat chips while you pray. Why? No, I'm not going to eat chips while you pray. Go ahead, pray.
0: The Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. God, our Father, we praise and thank you for all of your gifts to us. Thank you for creating the world, for creating us, for giving us the gift of life. And um, thank you, Lord, for the, uh, the words of your scripture, which we're about to read today uh, from the book of Genesis. Um, thank you, Lord, for inviting us into friendship with you and into a relationship with you, one that is life-giving, one that is eternal. Uh, we turned away from you by our sin, and we broke that relationship. You sent your son, Jesus, to save us, to restore the love, or not the love you have for us, but the relationship that we broke, to restore that and allow us back um, to be able to receive from the tree of life again and so we thank you Lord for the opportunity to be here and to discuss this together and please be with all those watching and listening in Jesus name we pray Amen. Amen. there's one from Genesis 1 and one from Genesis 2 just so everybody knows the background is available on the website if you want to go and read it and God said let the earth put forth vegetation plants yielding seed And fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind, upon the earth. And so it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning a third day. From Genesis 2. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, in the east. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant in the sight, to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God said, let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind Upon the earth, and so and it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit, in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the third day. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground, the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Go ahead, Sam. Oh no, no I've, I've already kind of reflected on this. We lost that recording, and this is almost like the second take, which I think is going to be good. I feel like, I, feel like chance, I have a more clear understanding of it now.
1: You've had a chance to reflect on yeah, your reflection. a little bit.
0: Yeah, and also just like I like can maybe like hone it a little bit. Sure. Carve it a little bit more uh, carefully. So, um, I the part that stood out to me was right away was the amount of times the word "seed" is used, hmm. and. Uh, the, the seed it says the seed bearing fruit or the, the trees bearing fruit in which is their seed um, the definition of a fruit is a, is that the seed is inside it right right it's it's bearing seed and uh, we talked a little earlier about uh, how amazing it is that trees are so good at propagating right And God when he when he planted this garden or when he put these trees here he created the, the garden. He started like a process that was like self-propagating, right? Almost like a chain reaction.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that's kind of neat. And um, another thing I talked about the last time we talked was beech trees. And I, I commented that this tree, the tree on the logo here, the the picture, it looks like a beech tree. They're like, they're big and they're gnarly. And their they're branches don't really... They go out, but after only after like doing like mm. twists and turns, they're very like kind of knotted. They almost get into knots, the branches wow. of a beech tree. And another thing that's really cool about beech trees is their seed are released in these like fuzzy things that can float through the air. They're really small and light. It's a big, heavy tree, but like the seed is very tiny. Right. And it floats in these fuzzy things that almost look like... Um,
1: almost like dandelion.
0: Yeah, or like cotton balls, kind right, of like right. really loose cotton balls. Sure. And the, the wind has no trouble picking them up. And Well, actually, cotton seed is like that, too. Because cotton seed is like that, yeah. They do bad. look a bit a lot like cotton, yeah. Mm. Um, but, but they're just, uh, they're neat an tree, and they're they're often very old because they take so long to grow. They're slow growing. But um, anyway, trees are amazing. You already know that. And that's why one of the reasons they're so important to us, so important in the scriptures and in our lives, I think I said last week that probably all of us have an important tree. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to someone about last week's episode because they mentioned that. A tree that's important I to I, people how about I that. How I said that the tree, everyone has a story about a tree. Yes. And you were like, Pff. I was. You poo pooed the idea. Yeah. But it's, I think it's true. Uh, the people that I've right. talked to said, yes, I can think of one tree that's important to me. Can I tell you Grace, I a great story about a tree? A specific tree.
1: tree. But uh, someone told me at work. Okay. I'm new, Bible study in a similar theme at work. So this woman, she would then have been in her 40s. So this is about 30 years ago. She's in her 70s now. Mm-hmm. She lost control of her car just in her driveway and ended up running over a newly planted crab apple. <laughs> okay. So that was Why like. you
0: plant a crab apple?
1: I don't know. Unless you uh, were going to graft it? In the 90s. This is back in the early 90s. The thing is, the tree survived. Oh. It's living. It just has a kink in
0: it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It, maybe the, the tree I ran into will have a kink in it.
1: Yeah. But this little tree like looked like it was, well, a sampling. They just planted it, like I said. they were. I don't know if they just moved or something, or why they planted the tree she and her husband at that time. Her husband died a few years ago. But, um, it's probably cheap. Maybe. but um, Or free. A lot of crab apples planted in subdivisions. I know. I see them, because I mm. grew up in subdivision. Um but the point is, the tree lived through that. The it, amazing life a of a tree, right? And which is like we like with a kink she yeah. said, and it's still there. Um, yeah, my my phrase, which which I think does tie in, is the the book of Genesis in chapter two, the second part of the passage Sam read, refers to God planting planting the trees, planting sorry, planting a garden. And he, yeah. so uh, he's the, a
0: gardener. God identifies himself as a gardener.
1: Yeah. And and the Catholic Church would say that God did not literally plant every tree, but uses figurative language to express a real event. In this case, the existence of life that is not just like, use the term chain reaction, which is a a, a reference to a nuclear disintegration, right? And how that can spread, result in nuclear explosions, a chain reaction. Um, However, the thing is... Regular explosions are a chain reaction
0: too. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, well, they're just a thermodynamic chain reaction and not a nuclear one.
1: That makes sense. Um, So life is, in a way, a bit like that, but there's something actually different when, when inanimate creation is animate. Like, there's a difference between animate and inanimate. Animate means living, and living creatures, including trees, are actually a link, like we were talking about last week, between inanimate and human or animal creation anyway god planting trees i just i just thought blending a garden is just a sign of like the goodness of everything because god planted life itself on this earth that he'd made Um, so that's why i I was thinking actually i'll just mention this during the cut i actually had to go and get a cat scan at the hospital because i had this kidney operation you know the sad part is I've forgotten which kidney was removed. I've got one kidney left from a couple of years ago. I don't remember which one. I hope it's still there. Me too. But the weird thing... I think think you'd know if it wasn't. I'd probably know within, (laughs) I think, a few hours I'd be dead without a kidney. Um, (sighs) It's so easy. I remember a bit of how I felt two years ago, but really it was not even full of two years ago, a year and a half. I don't really remember the kind of... I'll use the word panic or crisis emotionally spiritually it was for me because it's so easy to take life for granted that was my point it's so easy to take life for granted in the background i mentioned gratitude yeah easy to talk about but i just think if we forget that we just kind of forget who we are and that's if you've had a crisis at least you've had one time in your life that god reminded you don't take that for granted i don't know that was that's what i was thinking about yeah um We all know people who have been through stuff like being run over and then like being resilient enough to to come back. And as the image shows, the roots of that tree are really deep. Of Every strong tree has really deep roots. So um, I think we can think about lots of people we know who have been through some really rough stuff and maybe are not doing so well. But somehow inside, there's still this hope because God planted them on this earth that they're not like... We can't write anybody, anybody off ever. And it's so easy to do that. You know, I think one of the foundations of being on mission is that we can't write anybody off. Right. Have you ever, do you, you think of anyone who, like, someone might look at and just say, I wish to write that person off, but you would say, no, we can't. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, who's an example of, I mean, you can think of someone, like, obviously, like mentioning names, like, I and mean, it look like there was no hope for that person. Oh,
0: yeah, I just, I know, well.
1: Lots of people, right? The thing
0: is, some of us appear like we're doing fine, yeah, but all of, sense, yeah. all of us are, all of us would be like there's that saying, uh, there, but for the grace of God, go I." right yeah. Like, um, is any one of us can any one of us say that we're like in the clear, right? Mm-hmm. No, obviously not. In some ways, we're all hopeless if it weren't for like a lot of different factors that maybe kept us from becoming whatever think of like the the person that's the most destitute. Yeah, All of us are in some ways at certain times on that path.
1: So you can flip that over and say the people who, who are obviously visibly struggling with life are not actually done for.
0: No, they're actually just struggling sort of in a more apparent way. Right. But all of us, if we're honest, you know, we're in that same boat. Yeah. No, no, no one's exempt. Yep. Yep. Um, you, you can, you know, I hate to be pessimistic or nihilistic or whatever, but, um, we could all lose everything in one moment. I mean, it's not like, you know, we have like, some of us have more security or sort of more things together than we're more put together than other people. That doesn't mean that we're, we're like safe. <laughs> so, but how can we turn
1: that into a something hopeful regarding and something who hopeful? Are visibly right. down, like visibly down.
0: Yeah. So like, so those of us who are called to be on mission, um, we need to, we need to not judge books by their cover, not uh, we, we need to see the see that each person, even if we can't see the tree, mm-hmm. the tree give full of life, branches, leaves, fruit, and all that, that there's still like roots underneath that are like resilient, that maybe um, God can reawaken, bring back to life. God planted that
1: person. God Every planted that person.
0: Place. Yep, and. Um, That's what I like about the God, the image of a gardener, right? A garden gardener tends the garden, right? And like you said, he didn't just in creation. It's not like he just like set it in motion and then left it alone. He's like constantly sustaining it. I think that's actually the truth. Mm -hmm. That he he's willing it into existence at any moment, right? Yep. And so when it comes to people, we have to realize that like God has a plan for them, no matter what. Um, I can I tell you a little story? Yeah, sure. Uh, yesterday is at the Light on Main. I highly recommend going to, not uh, necessarily to serve, but just to go. Just go to Light on Main. Yeah, right. Uh, meet Absolutely. the people. Meet to talk to the people. So, one of the reasons I like going is because I feel kind of famous when I'm there.
1: You are kind of famous when you're there. I've been there with you once when I, could, <laughs> I was able to go. People are always yeah. like
0: trying to get me to sit with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's great. I, for the um, the I and me.
1: The I meaning personality type, personality type, and the disorder, or whatever. The
0: I is always like a little gratified by being there. But anyway, I really do have a lot of friends there that I only see there that I really love, love seeing, uh, because I love them. Um, There's this gentleman there that I don't know that well, but he comes fairly often. I don't know his name. Actually, I think his—I won't mention his name just in case somebody knows him. But anyway, Mm. I think I do remember his name. He—he was showing me some scars he had that he had been attacked by a Rottweiler when he was young. I mean, he's 10 years old, and he says that he was attacked and was bleeding. And when he got to the hospital, he actually flatlined, he died on the table or on the stretcher. His heart stopped, or whatever. his heart stopped, and they had to paddle, bring put the paddles to him and bring him back. So he's he was revived back to life. <laughs> so, um, and I don't fully know why he was telling me this is the other thing, it just mm-hmm. was almost like a like it was at the end of the, I was just about to leave and I just bumped into him and he started telling me this story. Okay. Right, right. So there's no like pre pretense to it or anything. It's just like. Sure. Like no no preface, I guess. Um, just out of the blue. So I said, I listened to his story and I was like, wow, this is like an amazing, um, amazing story. Good. Thanks for telling me. Like, thanks for sharing this. But then um, sort of, reminiscent of the fact that everyone has this root structure that like, even if on the surface, they, they may seem like, you know, there's nothing spiritual going on, or maybe they've Mm -hmm. rejected God or they're far from the church or whatever that underneath there's something. I always like to leave people with something that I think is going to bug them or might bug them. Right. And an example is what I said to him was, um, do you ever wonder why God like kept you alive? Mm -hmm. Why he brought you, why were you brought back? Right? For what reason? Right. Uh, he did mention he said like like uh, I really like I really love my family, like I have some kids and I think that's one of the reasons I'm here. And yeah. But I'm I was hoping that one by saying that that it would like plant a seed. I was thinking like that
1: phrase plant a seed as you said it. Plant a seed, which yeah, yeah. we use too often. Yeah. But no, I wanted no. him
0: and the, the the difference is here's the difference about planting seeds. This this ties in with evangelization. Are we talking about mission? Yeah, we of course we are. Okay. So yep. people use planting seeds as an excuse to just sort of go and talk about whatever. What about Jesus or about God? And then forget it. And then that's it. Oh, I placed, I planted a seed. The seed's been planted, right? They, people use that as an excuse to like, just say a bunch of stuff. If you want to get me mad talking about people on mission, it's, <laughs> it's Catholics and
1: sometimes other Christians saying, well, at least we planted a few seeds.
0: Right. So like, like for instance, like a bad homily at a, at a funeral. I'm, I'm picking up funeral preachers, Charles. Sure. A bad homily at a funeral, you might go, well, at least we planted a seed, and it's like a cop out. And that's actually it's different than what than what happened yesterday because I know I'm going to see him again. Right. Okay. So there's not like a I don't know that, but like I'm assuming I planted the seed with the intention of following up on it. Right. Right. <laughs> so right. So there's a big difference between that and just sort of using it as an excuse not to get involved in people's lives, because I know full well I could see him again, and he might say. I was thinking about that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like more than just well, this spreading into, think, seeds and then Well, this ties into the passage away.
1: about the Tree of Life is yep. that Adam and Eve are made in God's image, and God's a gardener. So a gardener is someone who, do, who doesn't just plant seeds, but who, who tends the garden. And I think there's something about us, people who, like because we're made in God's image, we're like, we actually have a calling to tend life. Um, Lord of the Rings reference again, but the idea of the Ents in the Lord of the Rings, they're like tree-like creatures who are like shepherds of trees. Yep. And their kind of their created mission in that fictional world of the Lord of the Rings is to, like, tend the trees. But I think we're actually like that, too. We're actually made to care about living creatures, all living creatures, actually. But especially, I think, each other. and in different ways, you know, whether it's protecting or nurturing or feeding or just being compassionate. Um, and that's maybe maybe that ties in even to the idea of the, the joy of the gospel it's like the tree of life is there at the beginning and there at the end of the Bible. And it shows up actually in different places throughout the Bible that phrase tree of life. Um, but but it's maybe it's even a calling for us to tend
0: life. I don't know. Does that make sense. Someone to you? someone who is on mission is actually a lot like a gardener. Right, right. Because you're what a gardener is doing is like what does it mean to tend trees or plants or whatever, sure. right? It actually means to to figure out what they need mm-hmm. and to tend their needs, right? To give them what they need, right? And that's what it that's what someone who evangelizes does. Sure. Um, first of all, they're in the garden with the plants, mm-hmm. but it, but in a way they're assessing their needs all the time and and looking for little little ways that they can improve their growth. Right, and it, and the other thing I like about that that analogy, the gardener analogy, mm-hmm. it does not happen all at once. Right, a gardener does not expect to plant a seed or yep. to plant a seedling in the ground and then the next day to find fruit. Right, it's like a long process. It takes a lot of commitment. I, I will also
1: like to add because go. we talk a lot about people who are maybe far from Christ or far from the church, that we also need tending. We also have the gift, been given the gift of life that needs needs renewal and needs growth and within the church especially people who are on mission um we need to look, look we need to look after each other and help each other be fed ultimately we believe by by jesus by knowing him by experiencing him, him um in the life of the church through things like mass and so forth right through prayer but i think it doesn't it doesn't hurt to remember it's good to remember that we also need tending so all i'm trying to say we have to care for each other we have to love each other those of us who are on mission together and I, word that comes to my mind a lot it's a a, maybe another word like garden that's actually that phrase there right a garden a garden is kind of a protected area where specially chosen plants and trees can flourish and and in a way that's what the church is meant to be like bringing people in to a place of sanctuary place where they can be tended an orchard like an orchard yeah 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 um,
0: or the vineyard, of course. They're
1: all images for gardens and yeah, different, yeah. Kinds, different yeah. kinds of gardens. Oh, you're but, right
0: they're fenced in; they're protected. Yeah,
1: but what I was I'm also trying to say that everybody, including people who have been maybe Christians or members of the church for a long time, we all need tending. I was thinking about the fact that there's like a, a group of couples in our in our in our community who are, doing something to enrich the marriages of couples in the community. I was thinking like, actually. I could see why that's important. I'm married, you're married too. We, I mean, we're not able to be part of that group because we live quite a distance away in different reasons. But I'm really glad she likes to be on her own and with you and your family. <laughs> but my point is, yeah, it, it's good to tend to people. I'm going to uh, join some uh, group of young adults tomorrow evening for a little get-together. They're coming together to pray and to be in the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, as we believe he is. Um, and to listen to, to preaching on God's Word, which is why they asked me to come. But the point is, they're, they're tending each other themselves. So being a disciple of Jesus is, doesn't mean you're, you're over that now. You've had all the renewal you need. It, it, it's, it, it is, that's what I was thinking about. It takes patience. Yeah. No matter where you are in your journey, a long way along in your faith in Jesus, or just kind of even just asking some initial questions, that tree of life that we're planted with, that gift of life, needs constant tending. And, but I also think gratitude, I, I remember I just recently ran into this stuff again. It's, it comes up over and over. I did say gratitude in the background for a reason. I think that no matter where you are on that journey, gratitude is a great, a great attitude to bring to the, the stage of life that you're in right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what about gratitude for, uh, gratitude for other people? Like It sounds to me like you experience gratitude uh, for, that, um, for that person you were encountering, even though you don't know them that well. Like, what's it so what's it like to have, what's it like to be grateful for someone else someone you just like spoke to maybe for the first time
0: What do you mean what's it like to be grateful i don't know
1: like what does gratitude feel know, like it's
0: like every every little interaction is just so good like mm-hmm. it just like i said i i don't i don't know him that well yeah i've sat with him a couple of times i, I light on maybe at different tables and you just you end up sitting with different people all the time sure um and we've had a few little conversations i don't i was just filled with joy and like Joy that he's there and that he actually wants to talk to me, and it was just—I don't know what it feels like. Everybody knows what gratitude feels like.
1: No, not necessarily. Okay. But taking gratitude with other and for other people is, I think, a big deal. Just like, and I—I th- think we're responding to the, the fact that God's planted every every single person. That our response in sometimes the hardest person to be grateful for is yourself. By the way, I know that from—I actually. Don't struggle with that, but I know people who do. I like myself almost all the time. Perhaps a little too much. Yeah. You um, good with that? Yeah. Are we recording?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good. I think just my microphone just quit.
1: All right, well, we should probably wrap up.
0: It ran out of battery. See, only yours is working.
1: So we're, we are reflecting okay, this week. we are
0: going to pray now, and then we're going to go.
1: OK. So t- this week, we talked about Tree of Life. Next week, everything falls apart.
0: Right that's we have that to look forward
1: to yeah for whatever reason we'll get there all right let's pray in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen god our loving father you are creator and the bible reveals to us that you are a gardener you've planted life you planted a tree of life you planted each one of us here on this earth i ask for the spirit of gratitude for our own lives please be grateful for your own life before god with me today and for each other's lives, for this whole amazing creation that you have given us. No matter what we've been through or what we're going through, we entrust our lives and everyone's lives, all of creation to you. We know and trust that you are a loving Father, and that no matter how things look right now, you will bring us back to you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. everyone i turned off the, the mic just good then good job good job see you next
0: Woo-wee. week um, okay hopefully if you can come to unify on the 24th next wednesday
1: and if you can't you can try watching if you
0: can't you can watch it online let us know what you think bye everyone bye